Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest, reacting to the Toronto Raptors 115-106 win against the Indiana Pacers, and the Raptors continue to roll, a, they extend their franchise record 13 straight wins, they're, they're playing, they just played the Indiana Pacers twice now in a home-and-home -home series with the Pacers, and the Pacers are a really strong team, they're 31-21 and 21 in the Eastern Conference, they were two weeks ago in that hunt for the second seed when it seemed like the, the two through six seed were separated by a game or so, so they've had a, a really strong year this year, but the past two games, the Toronto Raptors have come out, handled their business, especially down the stretch, and got the win against the Indiana Pacers, so that's a great sight to see, beating plus 500 teams that are really competing. They're re they really have been going hard in these games, so it had, it had a playoff-type atmosphere, and the Raptors pulled out both of these games, so that's been exciting to see, and through this win streak, there's been some highs and some lows, especially in terms of injuries and people going down, we'll talk about one really scary moment tonight in the segments with Kyle Lowry getting, obviously, hit in the neck, so we'll, we'll talk about that later, but as Terrence Davis said in the post-game interview, it's next man up mentality, and the Raptors continue to just have players step up and beat beat good teams across the NBA. So let's dive straight into this game. The first player we got to talk about is Serge Ibaka. 22 points, 10 rebounds, 3 assists tonight. And Serge is just... Last year, when he was moved to center, when Nick Nurse moved Serge Ibaka to center, his career completely changed. His career was revitalized. He was playing his natural position in the NBA of today. And... He still played like Serge Ibaka, more so being aggressive in the post, wasn't super consistent from behind the three-point line, and he, he was really strong. He got better as the season went along last year, but you'd, you'd always feel a little bit uncomfortable when Serge would take those, those long jumpers. Occasionally, he'd have up-and-down games, but... Over the past month or so, it feels like every night Serge Ibaka is getting 20, close to 20 points, and it's a quiet 20. It's not Siakam crossing people up left, right, and center and hitting fadeaways. It's not Lowry, you know, pull-up threes and all that sort of stuff. He, he just grits and grinds down low. He catches, he's a lot better at catching the passes this year, finishing around the rim, which he's always been able to do. But the consistency in terms of his jump shot this season has just been taken to a whole nother level. And Riker and I have kind of joked about it, how last year, whenever Serge would shoot a three, you get uncomfortable. This year, that feeling is completely gone, and it's reflected in the stats. So obviously, he hit the game winner from three last game, and we, we talked about it, but Serge Ibaka shooting 39% from the three-point line this season. 39%. He shot three of five from the three this night, and a few of them were quicker releases. There were, they were some shots that were kicked out to Serge, a player running at him, and he got it up quickly. And if you want a comparison for that to last season, because last season his three-point shooting dipped a lot, and that led to us being very, all Raptors fans being tentative when he shoots the three. But last year he shot 29%. That's a 10% increase in his three-point percentage this year. That's a remarkable jump for Serge, and it's going to be such an asset as we move forward into the playoffs to have a true stretch five. Because we've had Marcus All in that, and now Serge Ibaka can play that role and be confident in him knocking down threes at the end of games. It's it's just super exciting to think about what this team could do and what we've been doing. We're on a 13-game win streak, so shout out Serge Ibaka has improved play this year. But the the player that really stole the show down the stretch tonight, Terrence Davis, off the bench, coming in, having 17 points, eight rebounds, eight big rebounds. He was going up there and being aggressive for them, and. 
He, he scored 11 of his points in the fourth quarter to really seal the deal for the Toronto Raptors, and he was doing everything. He was doing everything. He was cutting. He was driving, getting M1s. He was knocking down his threes. He went three for six again from the three uh, three-point line tonight. Again, a remarkable efficiency from behind the line. He was getting dunks. He was playing defense. And here's the crazy thing about Terrence Davis, because we've talked about it on nights where he's really popped off and how it, he's an undrafted rookie. It took Fred a whole year to really get into the swing of things with the Toronto Raptors and earn his spot. Terrence Davis has not only earned his spot in the rotation for this Raptors team, for Nick Nurse to be able to put him in and say, go out there, maybe spark something up. He doesn't just have that role, which it took Norman Powell three seasons to get into, and then he was still inconsistent for a couple of those once he was in the rotation. It wasn't, it's not really till this year he's been consistent. It took Fred a whole year. It took Siakam a, a whole season, even though he was in the starting unit. He wasn't trusted with minutes. He played the first uh, five minutes of the first half and the first five minutes of the second half, and then he'd be taken off the floor, and then the second half of the season really wasn't in the rotation. For a young guy and a rookie, a straight-up rookie on a championship-caliber team, to come in here, not just be a spark and earn a spot in the rotation, but to be consistent enough for Nick Nurse to count on him down the stretch of games— He's been our closer. He's been closing games for the Toronto Raptors, playing over guys like OG, Patrick McCaw, Rondé Hollis-Jefferson, who have a lot more years in the league than Terrence Davis, even though they're not necessarily older guys themselves. But the fact that TD can come in and you know what you're going to get from him. Night in, night out, you know what you're going to get from him. It's not a a case of the Terrence Ross-itis or the Norman Powell of old-itis where he'll come in and maybe he's amazing, maybe he's the opposite of amazing... There's no question about what you're getting from Terrence Davis. It's in the similar to Fred VanVleet. You know that you're going to get a, a steady spark of, of aggression and attack slashes to the rim and someone that's going to knock down their open shots. So shout out to TD, man. That consistency for a rookie, an undrafted rookie. It's We've talked about your play. The consistency is what I'm more impressed with. So sh- shout out to Terrence Davis. Uh, Fred VanVleet, again, I just name-dropped him. 20 points, 7 assists, 2 steals. He's been doing a really good job at being a sort of one-pass-away defender, and the, the drives happen, and he knows how to really time that swipe in on the ball handler. And he last game, he ended up taking it from Malcolm Brogdon, the potential game-winning shot. So he's, he had a couple of those tonight as well. Again, Fred Van Vliet, we know what we're getting from him. He's going to splash his open threes, three of seven for tonight from the three-point line, and facilitate, and especially when Lowry went down and the Raptors really struggled scoring the ball uh, at the end of the third quarter. Fred came right into the game, knocked down a three, got the offense free-flowing again, and then the Raptors ran away with the game from there. So, shout-out to Fred Van Vliet. We know what we're getting from Fred. Pascal Siakam started off the game pretty hot, was, was cooking, got hit in the eye, and we'll talk about that later as well. Then really struggled from beyond that point, but one play that I was really encouraged by at the end of this one, despite missing a few shots and not being in his usual flow, and again, that's probably from the eye thing. Anyone that's been hit in the eye knows it takes a day or two to really get out of your system, even if it's not a, a serious hit, so that that can take you out of your rhythm, as I, I just mentioned, and he was he was out of his flow, but at the end of the game, he was continuing to be aggressive, taking the right shots that led to opportunities for the Raptors. His aggression led to the floor being more spaced. When he had the ball, he was able to make some nice passes, and down the stretch when I believe Oladipo came down and hit a three that could have been a momentum changer, Siakam got the ball in the post, took advantage of his mismatch, and scored when it mattered. He scored when it mattered, and that's what we need out of our number one option, our go-to guy down the stretch of games. So he continues to do that. I raved about his performance at the end of last game. If he continues to do that against good teams, we're going to be fine in the playoffs. So shout out to Pascal Siakam. I'm sure he'll bounce back to his regular stats and all that in coming nights. 
Uh, OG Ananobi, the third quarter, had a had a remarkable stretch of basketball, was hitting threes, uh, playing defense, and OG Ananobi, five steals tonight, 16 points. He ended up fouling out of the game, but I know people get very low on OG when he has those poor scoring games, but I think the, the thing about OG, he's always the best on-ball defender on the court, in my opinion. He, he comes out, his size, his mobility, we saw it tonight with the five steals. Not only is his uh, on-ball defense locked down, he's a big enough guy to be able to be switched on a guy like Sabonis or Turner and hold his own in the post. So uh, OG's defense will keep him on the court even in a playoff setting. It's it's a huge plus for the Toronto Raptors. And when he's able to knock down shots, when he's able to, to be consistent, it's always been a mental thing with OG in terms of being locked in, confident in his game confident with his handle when he's playing confident in my opinion he's a top tier 3 and D guy in this league in terms of being a role player and fulfilling the role of hitting threes and locking down people and that's what you want from the wing for a a Toronto Raptors team that has multiple guys that can create their own shots OG fits in perfectly when he's playing confident so hopefully he continues to play at that level off the bench Boucher played uh, knocked down a three tonight it feels like it's been a while since we've seen Boucher knock down a three so nice to see the ball go in the hole for him obviously the the Pacers are a tough matchup as they're really big it's you can't even run Boucher at the power forward when they have Turner and Sabonis in there despite his rebounding ability but it's tough for him to guard in the post uh, McCaw came in zero points again didn't really look too aggressive tonight would have liked to see especially when Lowry went down as at the end of the third quarter him try and take over and be more aggressive as the main ball handler and Rondé Hollis Jefferson came in and played a really strong game six points five rebounds three assists he's another guy coming back from injury but not the biggest scoring night. He's still not finishing the same way or looking for the same drives that he was when he went before he went down because he, he was doing a really good job at just attack mode and finishing with the left regardless of what side and getting his 8 to 10 points per game. But tonight he looked more comfortable than he did of in the past few nights and he made some nice passes, always gets the rebound. So shout out Ronda Hellas Jefferson. We got to swing it straight into the segments though. This this game brought a lot of exciting plays, so let's just get right into the spicy P lay of the day. Tonight, one of them's got to go to Terrence Davis. Fred Van Vliet, he went down the lane, he, he slashed the defense as he always does. His handle, we brought it up on multiple podcasts, his handle's looking really clean this season. Then threw kind of a no-look scoop pass to Terrence Davis on the cut, and TD jumped jumped out the roof and threw down a jam that really was the the dagger against the Indiana Pacers. So that was a great play. I just brought up Ronnie Hollis Jefferson. He had a nasty dunk, and I think the hype was kind of uh, toned down a bit because the Pacers came right back and started to look like they were going to get a fast break or something. But he, he had a posterized jam. I believe it was over Sabonis. I'm not 100% sure who it was over, but he rose up there and as James Johnson says, cocked that joint back and banged it on him. So, shout out to Rondé Hollis-Jefferson with the yam there. There there was a lot of exciting plays tonight. OG hit a few threes. That's always exciting. TD's threes and the M1 down the stretch. Lots of spicy plays of the day, but not all plays can be the spicy play of the day. And some just make you say, oh, geez. And tonight, the OG's play of the day. Let's go into the guy that had a phenomenal game tonight, Terrence Davis. Uh, Rondé Hollis-Jefferson, the possession before... He, he had that dunk that I, that I just brought up, and then TD said, I'm not going to be outdone with this, and we've seen, especially in college, Terrence, and a couple times the preseason especially, Terrence has had some monster dunks over some people, and Miles Turner, he's a guy that's a, a big player, seven-footer for the Indiana Pacers, and 
TD, despite being a smaller guard with ups, said, you know, I'm going I'm to posterize this guy. I'm going to posterize Turner. Came down on the, the baseline and rose up, almost threw it down. It looked like he got fouled. They, they didn't call anything because I guess the, the refs were in shock. But if he had to put that one down, if he had to put that one down, I said OG's watching the miss dunk. If he had to put that one down, Miles Turner might have to retire. He might have had to retire because that, that would have been nasty. So I'd like to see Terrence Davis try to poster a few more people, catch some bodies. But I, I like what I saw from that dunk. Made me say, oh, geez. And finally, the infamous, the one, the only, Damari Carroll Gold Star Award. And tonight it's going to injuries. The Raptors just can't get any luck in terms of injuries. Coming into this game, Norman Powell and Marcus Gasol were out. And then we saw, and tonight, it's going to the, the Raptors players for injuring each other. Uh, Rondé Hollis-Jefferson went up for a rebound and came down, missed, missed the board, and his arm was kind of flailing. Ended up catching Pascal Siakam in the eye, had to take him out in the second quarter. Obviously, Pascal returned, which is a good sign. But the real scary-looking one was Serge Ibaka. Obviously, this isn't Rondé's or Serge's fault. Serge was just chilling, waiting for the rebound underneath the rim. Larry was going in for the layup, kind of. Kid, it was one of those pump fakes, and it was a floater slash layup. Anyways, he lost control after being pushed in the back, and his momentum carried him right into Sergi Baca's thigh. You look at the video; it's kind of gross. The side of the side of Lowry's head bent right back to the other side. It looked like he was grabbing his shoulder at first glance, and I was worried he tore his rotator cuff. But he he ended up bending back the side of his head. They called it whiplash, which. It's tough to judge the severity of, despite the fact it looked really gross, because some people get... It, it was a technically whiplash. That's the first thing I want to address. Whiplash is when you get hit from behind and then your head bends back. Lowry ended up bending the side of his head, so he, he pulled a muscle in his neck, if they're calling it whiplash. But it technically wasn't that. But definitely a neck injury. But some of those things, hopefully it's nothing like seriously wrong with his neck. Hopefully it's just one of those minor neck muscles pulled, and then in a week or so he'll be back to normal A-OK. So we're praying for Kyle Lowry. Hopefully he, he comes back super healthy because we we need Kyle Lowry to be the, playing the way he has been to, to continue the streak, continue to make a run, deep run into the playoffs. So shout out Lowry. He had 16 points, 11 assists in just 28 minutes tonight. was playing really well, and the, the Raptors looked a bit sketchy when he went off the court, but obviously Fred VanVleet took a... Took the team, and in the fourth quarter, chilled everyone out, and we ended up playing really well. So, shout out to Lowry. Hopefully, he's okay. Shout out to this Raptors team for continuing to get Ws. Shout out to you guys for making this far. Check out the Twitter, the Instagram, all that cool stuff. Uh, Riker and I are headed to Toronto tomorrow. We're going to catch the, the Raptors-Nets game. We have a lot of exciting stuff coming up this weekend. So, stay tuned to the channel. A lot of surprises coming your way. So, I'm signing out. Cheers.